Hello and welcome to another edition of Chesapeake Hockey Week. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? That's good to hear. Thank you, Cooper. Um, <clears throat> we got uh, a college a college time for y'all. It's all college all the time, as uh, Team Maryland was off playing in the All uh, Select players were playing in the All Star game uh, up in uh, I believe it was Hershey Park Arena, Lebanon Valley. But uh, college teams still a going. Uh, and we'll get started with the Naval Academy. They were back home again. It was ECHC weekend, start of conference play for the midshipmen. And uh, things got going early for the midshipmen. Now, full disclosure, I watched part of this game on Friday um, while I was also watching the Black Bears game. So I had dual screens going, and then I got pulled away to do something else. And I was going to go back and finish the game. Um... But alas, SME took down the uh, the Brigade Sport Complex replay, claiming copyright issues. So, could not watch that. Don't know how Saturday's game got out and affected, but, you know, here we go. Uh, in any case, things did get started uh, a little quick for Westchester, however. They were in the the uh, starting end of this. 836 in Tyler Carter, his second of the year. That puts Westchester up. Uh, one to nothing. Navy would come back later in the first frame as with uh, about uh, 540 left in the game. Patrick Laughlin with his first goal of the season. Justin Carl, his uh, fifth assist. Matthew Cho with his first assist of the year. We're going in tied one to one. Then Navy made very precious little work of the second period to start off with. Nine seconds in, John Mullen gets his third, just driving to the net, and then puts it home. Jack Burke, his fourth assist. Uh, Dane Smolder with his first assist. So Navy up 2-1, to one, nine seconds in. And then a minute 45 in on the power play, Jack Burke just putting one on net. Thing just trickles through the Westchester goalie and into the net. It is now 3-1 to one Navy, and Navy kind of took a little bit of an offensive uh, push on this one. That was their only power play of the game. They made the, the best work of it, uh, and they outshot uh, Westchester in this frame, 11-9. to nine. Westchester did not take too kindly to that, as they uh, essentially took over that whole third period. And, and um, man... 24 to 4 were the shots. So Westchester were putting things on uh, Chaz Doherty in a uh, a huge heap and helping of a way. So uh, you know these things kind of happen. Um, but luckily against the uh, against the squad, there goes uh, there goes Westchester. Two, Car Tyler Carter, his third of the year, 252 in that gets them to within one. But Navy uh, again holding fast and making sure that uh, they were able to help out their goalie a little bit in any which way possible as uh, Sean Ostrowski puts home his fourth of the year. Jagan Nadial with uh, his third assist, and Sean Milanetti also chalking up his first assist of the season. Uh, Navy up two again. Joey Kubacha on the power play for Westchester puts one home his fourth of the year just past the midway point, but... 31 seconds after that, uh, Riley Jamison, his second of the year for Michael Rockovich, his eighth assist. That puts Navy again with a great response there. Uh, back up to, to by the score of 5-3. to three. And then late on a power play again. Penalty troubles for 
the mids as they get uh, three straight penalties, including one towards the very end. But uh, Alexander Peltier, with his first of the year for Westchester, with under four minutes to go, brings Westchester to within one. But that late penalty that uh, Navy took with uh, just about 40 seconds left did not do them in. They win this one 5-4. to four. Charles Doherty with 50 saves in this one. A huge effort on his, heart, his part on that. And uh, Navy getting their first conference win of the year in their first conference game. That's uh, 1,000%, ladies and gentlemen. Navy then welcome in the uh, Temple Owls as, uh, you know, a, a back-to-back hosting of it. Sure, why not? Make it happen. Uh, the first period, Navy offline again on the power play. Uh, Riley Jamison just getting to the inside during a power play, taps in the loose puck. Great work by the power play to just, uh, you know, pass the puck around, spread out the uh, the penalty kill, and then be able to execute to the inside. Jamison Johnny on the spot. Uh, that is his third of the year. Thomas Kristinich with his first assist, and Rokovich with his ninth assist on the year. Navy up one nothing. And then towards the middle of the frame, Dane Smolder just rips one on, just throws a shot on, kid. And uh, that's what happened. On a clearing attempt from the point, stops it, takes a couple steps in the shooting lane, rips one, and there we go. We got a 2 nothing goal on uh, on this one. And that's where we stand after one period of play. Uh, second period, Nolan Sauer of Temple. They get one back towards the middle of the frame, 8-13 in the period, his third of the year. Uh, cuts the lead to within one, but Nick Owen making sure that that lead is back up to two again. A great two on one with Michael Rokovich. Cross ice pass puts it home for his first of the year. Rokovich is 10th. Evan Adam with a great pass up to Rokovich to create that play. And Navy is up three to one going into the break, even though they were outshot 17 to five on this one. Then Temple and Navy trading shots left, right, and center on this one. Not a lot happened until we get to under. Uh, four minutes to play, or under three minutes, three minutes? Yeah, three minutes to play. Under three minutes to play, Julian Rudolph of Temple gets his fourth of the year, gets them to within one, but The Rock, Michael Rokovich, his sixth of the year into the empty net from Centre Ice. Uh, Porter Markle, his fourth assist, Evan Adam, his fifth assist, and that's all she wrote on that one. Uh, Doherty, again, stellar in net, 37 saves for victory. Got a plenty of work in, 87 saves over the entire weekend, two dubs in this one. However, that's the uh, that's the big one as they sweep their opening ECHA uh, weekend, which is you know something that they definitely definitely want to have done, um, considering the the struggle, a little bit of a struggle they've had so far this year. I think that that's a, a nice little weight off their shoulders to uh, to go ahead and get these two dubs on the weekend. Next week, however, they're on the road. They're going up to Lehigh. To take on the uh, Lehigh University's Hawks? Sure. And then they are also traveling to William Patterson, the Ice Vault Arena. Uh, and uh, they'll have a quite a turnaround. 9 o'clock game on Friday, 2-15 game on Saturday. So should be an interesting turnaround there for that squad. And we will see them in action uh, there. I think the uh, William Patterson game will be on Hockey TV. So uh, should you have the means for Hockey TV, the Ice Vault, has their little motorized camera that follows track that tracks play. It's quite interesting and quite annoying at times too, but it does the job. So that'll be on Hockey TV. I think Lehigh Valley also does their games. You'll have to uh, check local listings where available uh, for Navy hockey next weekend. We move to Towson. Um, 
<clears throat> Towson had themselves quite a weekend. It was a back-to-back against William Patterson. And by and large, this is a team that, uh, you know, the, the William Patterson's pretty dang good. Let's, let's be honest here. And, you know, Towson got off to a big start in this one, 223 in. Jake Lissy um, gets the, is, is the beneficiary of Zach Wegeman just having a great board battle and throwing it out in front, and boom, Lissy's there for his first of the year. Nice little taparoo. Wegeman's second assist, Towson up one to nothing. Uh, then moving on to 749 into the frame, Tyler Mercier. Uh, my goodness gracious, out of the transition, just comes on the left side, deep in the zone, shoots one over the shoulder. That's his third of the year. Towson up to nothing. Things are going pretty good, right? <clears throat> not, not really, not really, not, not really. Penalty trouble reared its ugly head after that Mercier goal as uh, three straight penalties for Towson. Luckily for them, only one converted on the power play, but three goals were given up. Uh, for the rest of the way, Ryan Murphy, his first of the year, gets uh, William Patterson to with one, in one, and then on the power play, Thomas Swartrout gets uh, gets him on the board, his tenth of the year, and that ties the game up. And then just before intermission, Adam Marvin, his ninth of the year, gives William Patterson the lead going forward. Towson playing a little bit tough there in their fancy yellow uniforms. Uh, they were playing tough in that second frame, but then past the midway point. Zachary Thompson for William Patterson gets his first of the year. It's now 4-2 to two, uh, for the Pioneers. Sure. Uh, Thomas Swartrout, again, his 11th of the year, this time shorthanded, as William Patterson had a lot of penalty trouble in the second frame. And uh, next thing you know, boom, 5-2, to two, five unanswered goals. Then Swartrout finishes out his hat trick. Just uh, two minutes and 21 seconds later, his 12th of the year, and William Patterson's up 6-2. to two. Things broke down a little bit, too, as uh, after a roughing call from Tyler Mercier, he gets himself an unsportsmanlike conduct, player to official misconduct. I don't know what that means, but that sounds serious. And he was given DOS boot during the power play for that one. Nicholas King gets his second of the year. That makes it 7-2. The footage cuts out at seven minutes left in the game. We didn't miss much, but... William Patterson takes this one 7-2 over Towson. 47 shots on goal as uh, Dan Ludwig gets 40 saves in this uh, in this game here. So what happens? They got to turn right around, go up to William Patterson for uh, a, a matinee up there in New York. And it wasn't any better as William Patterson was just all over Towson in this one. Like, it wasn't even fair. They had 29 shots in the first period for Pete's sake. I don't like this uns- this unsportsmanlike player player to player. Okay, I guess it distinguishes how a situation is. Two f- right in the first. This was a penalty field affair too. As we're looking at th- at this here, infractions overall. Towson had 41, uh, 15 incidents for 41 minutes. Uh, William Patterson had 14 incidents for 52 minutes. The whole first and second period were just wacky because just just out of the blue wackiness. And man, oh man, Shevitz, we had ourselves quite the time for sure but the actual game that was going on uh it was all William Patterson uh starting off Adam Marvin his 10th of the year 426 into the game and William Patterson up to a quick start but one of the nine shots that Towson had in the first period went in the goal tying the game up as a nice little transition uh up the ice from the defensive zone on the breakout 
Uh, ripped up the top of the circle. Drew Lustig, his fourth. Christian Ford, his first assist. And Jay Harwood uh, got the thing started in the defensive end for his fifth assist of the year. We're tied up at one apiece. A minute later, though, Nicholas King gets his third of the year, puts William Patterson up two to one. And then on one of the many power plays that William Patterson had on the evening uh, with 2.30 left in the frame, uh, Jason Lastra, his sixth of the year, William Patterson up two to or three to one after one. Towson started to get a little bit more offensive, of course, when you don't have players in the box, that thing starts to happen. Uh, they were getting some shots on, trying to get some uh, any kind of uh, coverage onto the goal down the other way and get it off, uh, get it off of Nate Burlew, who was facing a, a ton of rubber, like an open highway. He was facing it. Uh, one of the shots he faced was Zachary Thomas on the power play, 10:48 in, second of the year for Thompson. Yeah, so uh, unfortunately couldn't get that one, but stopped the other 16 shots in the frame. Uh, we're up four to one. William Patterson was going into the third. At least they waited till under two minutes left with Adam Marvin popping home his second of the game, 11th of the year. Uh, William Patterson up five to one, and that's all she wrote on that one. Five to one, the final. Burlew with a uh, 57 save performance, got 62 shots against him. As Towson getting back to their ways of just uh, a whole lot of a decent amount of offense, and then defense is just letting up a ton of shots. So that's how it is in the uh, that's how it is in the big times, right? I mean, what what more what more can you say? Towson looking ahead uh, to next weekend. As they only have one game at home, they will take on the College of New Jersey, who they played earlier this year, beat 5-1 to one a few weeks back. So they will uh, have one game, and then they'll be off uh, uh, next week after that. And then they, uh, have, have, they get Bama. Bama. They get to go to Bama soon. So uh, we will see what happens in November, but they got at least one game coming up this weekend, and we'll see how they fare in the home side of that and the College of New Jersey. Stevenson's NCAA squad, they were in action on Saturday. Uh, it was an exhibition game uh, against uh, the Wilkes. So they had a nice select the last exhibition tune-up for them. And, uh, hey, they win 4-1. to one. A big, big win for them. A nice little uh, start-up to what they got going for the season. And a familiar face to Black Bears fans out there, Aiden McDowell getting his first collegiate goal. Uh, face-off one back. Passed over to him. He let one rip, and boom, it's in the net. So Aiden McDowell getting off on a good start to this one. So shout out to him. It all starts for real this weekend. SUNY Canton is in town at Reisterstown Sportplex Friday night and Saturday night, or Saturday afternoon. So uh, best go catch it out, see what's going on for this team. Uh, It should be an exciting season for them as uh, Stevenson was ranked number one in the MAC preseason poll and second in the UCAC preseason poll. So this team is wired for sound, ready to go. Ryan Kenny in his last season in net, uh, I think. If you want to state that COVID year, we'll see. But uh, this team is filled up, ready to go uh, to to avenge what happened last year. So we will see what happens starting next week against SUNY Canton. And it looks like they are the, uh, they're the kangaroos or some sort. All right, well, good for them. Good for them. Stevenson's D2 squad was in action on Friday night, and uh, they had themselves a nice little game for uh, for themselves as they take home the victory 3-1 to over the Stockton University Osprey. Uh, Peter Skidmore had 29 saves in this one, a huge, uh, a huge work for him uh, in net and uh, getting that win very, uh, very big for him moving onward on this season. 
just because, yeah, this team has had, uh, you know, some ups and downs on the year, but they were able to get things going. So that's always a huge, uh, if you can clutch it out like that, big work on that one. Gavin Kane, also a goal and assist this weekend for the Green Horses, uh, helping out the uh, the big win in Stockton as well. Uh, well, as Mike Hughes getting himself a nice little uh, goal in this one, as well as Dylan Jenks. Those are the three goal scorers, and uh, there you go. Skidmore stops all but one. Stevenson laughing in this one. Stevenson now goes to Eastern Carolina, and they'll take on the Pirates, and those are away, so they will be going on the road again for this one. So uh, 9-15 starts on both of them. I'm sure they'll have uh, links to the uh, broadcast that ECU may put out there, or that Stevenson will put out there if they go on the road there. So a big win for Stevenson as they build momentum uh, going into ECU. The Naval Academy women, they took on the Maryland Terrapin women, and Terrapins were uh, feeling themselves after last week, uh, talking about how they're the top team in the Division Two. Of course, they have uh, four wins on the season, most wins of Division Two teams out there until they face the Naval Academy. And Navy handed them a loss, uh, a 6-1 to one fashion in Cabin John. Things didn't get started uh, good for Navy uh, in the first part as uh, they get a penalty early. And then uh, Michelle uh, Renozo for Maryland gets things going, gets the Terps on the board quick for her first. Uh, Eliana Skogholm with her sixth assist of the year. And Maryland is up one to nothing. But then Navy started to really really turn things on. Uh, Christina Cornello with her fourth of the year from Samantha Clark, 25 seconds after the Reynoso goal. And then 30 seconds after the Cornello goal, here comes Brooke Gautier for her second of the year. Navy up 2-1. to one. And the Cornello, again, uh, the fifth of the year, right before the break, 150 left in the frame. Navy is up 3-1. to one. After one, Navy did not let up. They were just firing on all cylinders, literally and figuratively, uh, out shooting the Terrapins 42 to four in the first two periods. And hey, more of those shots went in as Brooke Gauthier gets her second of the game, third of the year, 12:34 into the second period. Uh, Lindsay Beitch with the uh, her first assist of the year. Marguerite Schillinger with her second assist of the year. Navy up four to one, and then Schillinger with her second goal just before periods end. Uh, Samantha Clark, her second assist. Navy is up 5-1 to one going into the break, and then 131 into the f- uh, third period. Lindsay bites her fifth of the year, and Navy goes up 6-1. to one. That's how it ended. 6-1, to one. Navy outshoots Maryland 54-8. to eight. In this one, Haley Rubin for Maryland, 48 saves. Uh, Sigrid Schwarzkopf with seven saves in the victory. Boy, howdy, what a time this is for uh, Navy. They uh, started off a little slow, a lot of, you know, a lot of pressure going into uh, this, coming into this season to figure out uh, how they're going to top last year's uh, Nationals visit, and they are right on it, uh, I have to say. So that's a big, big acclimate for them. Maryland getting humbled, I'm sure, a little bit after that, and, uh, you know, they have a a bright future. They have a lot of goal scoring. They have decent goaltending, but... You fall into a, a juggernaut that is the Naval Academy like that. It's gonna it's gonna sting a bit. Let's be honest. It will sting a whole heck of a lot, uh, but a good experience for them nonetheless. For the Naval Academy, it's uh, it's crab pot, 
Crab Pot Weekend. How is this all going to go? We're going to find out because it looks like it's a round robin. Um, it's Naval Academy. It's Loyola, Maryland. It's U Delaware. It's Liberty, 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 Liberty. So those three teams will duel them out Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then I don't know how the point schedule works and how they determine who the Crab Pot winner is, but we will see how it all goes. Fingers crossed it'll all be on the Brigade Sports uh, Network thing, the video deal that they have at the ice rink. Um, so we will uh, we will see what happens there. That'll be huge. It's deemed as a crab pot via the uh, Loyola women's schedule, so that's why I'm kind of going off of that. So that's uh, that that's what I'm assuming. But you know, don't make assumptions. It's four teams playing a little tournament. I'm assuming crab pot is a big thing. Uh, crab pot is is what its name will be in this. Uh, speaking of the Loyola women, they played Georgetown this weekend, allegedly. But I have uh, zero scores on this one. ACHA website does not post it, the uh, the score sheet on that. So we will have to go without Loyola, like I said, playing in this little crab pot deal we got going on here. Uh, first women's crab pot, oh, God, I think it was 20, 2019, I think it was. be nice if I figured that out beforehand. But, alas, here we are. NCAA, uh, the Stevenson women, they had themselves a... a, a, a a uh, scrimmage on or an exhibition on Friday. Uh, don't know what happened. Don't know what happened. So, all right. They'll start their season this weekend at uh, against Trine at Reisterstown Sportplex. So if you want to make a Friday or Saturday of it, there you go. Um, 3 p.m. start on Friday, 1.30 p.m. start on Saturday. So go ahead and check out the uh, NCAA, the, uh, the uh, Stevenson women. For the first time this season, ranked number one in preseason poll in the MAC, but fifth overall in the UCHC preseason poll. So Tori uh, Tori Amoff's crew, a uh, lot to a uh, lot of naysayers to uh, shut down in the UCHC poll. We will see how they do starting this weekend against Trine. Maryland D three doing some things out there as uh, they had uh, quite the weekend for themselves. Um, Maryland defeated Stevenson uh, four to three. On Friday night, and then on uh, on Sat on Sunday afternoon, fifteen to one victory over uh, Virginia Military Institute. So D three rolling hard on that. Stevenson, like we said, took on Maryland, dropped that one four three, and they also dropped one to Catholic six to two as well. Salisbury played this weekend against Newman once again. They dropped this one six to two against the Knights, and UMBC was supposed to have a game against Gettysburg. That has been rescheduled for later on in November. So that's all the D3 wrap that we got. Again, if you got a D3 school in the Maryland area uh, or in the in Maryland in general, I'm not going to say area because this is a Maryland podcast, D.C., Virginia, I'm looking at you. Um, but if you guys have a Maryland team that has a D3 communications, Hopkins is one. Um, that's like the only one. I didn't see I didn't see Montgomery College. I don't know if they played this weekend, um, but didn't see anything from them. So we will just have to assume no. If you have anything, put your uh, scores. Let us know at Pod. We'll be happy to help, happy to promote, doing all the fun things there. So now we turn to the players because that's what we do here. Uh, Sam Annis has come close enough back to home as he is playing for the Hershey Bears and uh, finally getting points on the board. Uh, over the past week, got an assist against the Phantoms last Sunday, which I didn't pick up on because I've been sick. 
Uh, Sam Anna's also got a goal on Friday against the Checkers. Uh, so he is 1-1 one and one on the season uh, on four games. Uh, of course, if you go by the projection, 36 points in 72 games. Uh, I'm sure he will have more than that. But you, you just don't know. You just don't know. We will have to see how this all pans out for him. Lacey Eden doing some, the dang thing out there in Wisconsin. Uh, two goals, two assists in two games for Eden out there in uh, Wisconsin against Bemidji. A goal and assist each of the games, both big wins for Wisconsin. That puts her at 17 points in nine games, eight goals, nine assists, less than a goal a game, but about, uh, less than a goal a game, but an assist per game with that powerhouse of a Wisconsin team. My goodness. Uh, goes to show also she is not one she is not one that's just gonna hang on by. She is actually gonna be a big, big participant in that. So that's huge to see her getting the chance. Even on the third line um listing in the line charts, she is just getting up there and making things happen. So huge, huge for her. Uh take a look at Matthew uh Danzinger. Uh he's playing for the uh the good old Shreveport Mudbugs this year. Three assists already this season. For uh, for Mr. Danzinger, he has reached his uh, output from last year, assist-wise, from the Danbury Junior Hattricks, and uh, he only did it in 14 games. So, getting a little bit more uh, froggy with the uh, with the offense, which is good to see. So we will see what happens uh, as he moves forward in the uh, Shreveport area. Stephen Holiday had himself a weekend against Bentley. Three assists on Thursday, one goal on Friday. Four points total on the weekend. That puts him up to nine points in eight games for his freshman year in uh, OSU. So, big weekend for him. Uh, William Lawrence of the Johnstown Tomahawks from Bethesda. He had himself a weekend, too. Had a uh, goal against the Black Bears, uh, the Maryland Black Bears, this weekend. I review that in Defending the Den, that it comes out usually on Wednesday mornings. So, shout-out to William Lawrence getting his first NEHL goal. That's pretty cool. Pretty dang huge for him. Cameron O'Neill getting an assist on uh, Friday night with the Tri-City Storm and a defeat to the uh, the Sioux City Musketeers. But that puts him up at uh, four assists on the season, five points on the year in seven games for the uh, the young Odington native who is committed to the UMass Amherst, the Minutemans. Uh, Evan Orloff is back down in the NAHL, back with the Maine Nordiques, and he got two assists on Saturday night in a victory over the Danbury Junior Hattricks. So getting back in style, Evan Orloff for the Maine Nordiques. Jarrett Rosberg, a offensive dynamo, getting things started early, had an assist on Saturday in a shootout win for his Texas Stars against the Iowa Wild. Uh, so he's got one assist on the year in three games. So shout out to him. Six penalty minutes, averaging a penalty minute a game. So that's uh, big for the big man from uh, Clocksville. Maryland, so we will see what can happen. I'm sure he'd probably be next in line up for an NHL call, too. That'd be pretty awesome to uh, to get him out there as well. Jack Spicer getting some time in between the pipes with the water blue Blackhawks, and he gets himself his first uh, USHL win. Shout out to him. Stopped 21 of 23 against the Sioux Falls Stampede in a 5-2 victory. 9-13 save percentage, so Good work on the young man as he uh, jumps up from the Mount, uh, Mount St. Charles Academy. Uh, the, the Rockville native throwing up the rock uh, as he is up there with uh, Waterloo. Couldn't help skate. 
that'll get me claimed by SME, I'm sure. Uh, me and Navy will have something in common then. That'd be awesome. Oh, well. Well, that's it. That's all the. That's all I got to talk to you guys about today. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it very much. Uh, anything you might have for me, Chesapeake HW Pod on Facebook and Twitter is where you can reach me at. And, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all for, uh, for, for me. I'm Scotty Watts. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Chesapeake Hockey Week, part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction, powered by Podcast Monsters. You guys have a wonderful week. We'll talk to you in a week's time about uh, Team Maryland back in action, Navy still in action, the women's crab pot happening there too. Why the heck not? So uh, you guys be good, be safe, stay healthy, play that clutch and crab hockey, and we'll talk to you next time through. Peace.